Hello and welcome back to Black Her Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of 4400. This is the fourth episode of the first season entitled Harlem's Renaissance Man. Written by Jack Garrison, directed by Tessa Blake. I gave this episode a 6 out of 10. And before we even get to the end, no, this is the last episode I will be recording for the 4400. I'm out. I'm done. (laughs) I do not like the trajectory I am seeing. And it only continues to get worse and thus I'm not going to waste my time because there are plenty of other shows backed up in my queue that deserve more episodes or more more of my energy given to so this would be our bowing out of what comes next but before you know we do end it Let's go ahead and discuss many of the problematic things I found with this episode. LaDonna meets Andre. Together, the new Watson and Holmes trying to figure out more about the code, which requires a book about their powers, which requires LaDonna to participate in observation monitoring her pulse, which I'm not sure is supposed to help anything when she is at rest and when she uses her powers to manifest some medical equipment which he misses as a reference to the show Grey's Anatomy and not the book just like he doesn't know what DL stands for Jessica holds a meeting letting everyone know that the league moved up their reintegration program to allow some residents out and if it all goes smoothly, smoothly, even though it's partially a PR stunt, this will spell progress for full reintegration into society. Keisha wants to know about the whole travel through time thing. And Soraya and others notate that there are theories floating around that haven't been proven or disproven. And all the party line cares about is surmising if they're a threat level to anyone now that i think about it the four that were released they probably already know they got powers like these are the four that's standing out Ladonna hears from her security crush that they are getting out but keisha and jarell announce only four of them will be allowed from each facility <laughs> this allusion to another 4400 people somewhere or 22 whatever number andre wants to go to investigate modern medicine to be of more use but the government randomly chose four people that likely would ruin it for them <laughs> is what i was thinking but maybe i think it's uh, more likely they suspect they have powers claudette shanice isaiah and ladonna Jarrell leads. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh, I heard you, brother. I knew you wanted to know something about medical. So here's an empty space that once was a bar that correlates not at all with anything to do with modern medicine. Like, you would have been better off going to the fucking library yourself and getting him the books that he needs. That makes a lot more sense to me. 
go get him something from the store i don't know a stethoscope or something shit that's only like three dollars he's just counting the pulses even i know that's not sufficient so i don't know what the fuck this was all about then he tells him just keep your head down and i'll make sure next time you get to go out and i'm like what kind of power do you think you have jarell because it sounds like none every time anyone turns around your ass is being blamed for something so i don't think you have any type of pull just go to the library go to the bookstore get some real shit spend money on them (laughs) introduce it to the fucking internet get up some medical classes i know they can block something up soraya showing whole damn people you know stuff on her laptop and look what happened to her though so maybe not your personal equipment (laughs) oh yeah he should have been taking him to the library that would have been a good idea like next time i'm gonna show you the internet um he says two weeks ago he was a man on the breakthrough of changing the world flashback andre is a in a transgender club boasting about his science in which he infected rats to hear them in the name of science he's got a girlfriend named cynthia who's waiting for him to spend that time in his lab with her which he promises eventually he will do i wonder why he didn't connect more with noah as a transgender male himself even if he didn't have the words for it i still expected a recognition and an even deeper bond but instead it's utilized in a romantic aspect entirely too rushed to even be a romantic aspect soraya texts keisha and jarell and we see the fbi taking her away in handcuffs so her saying she didn't do anything when it was about the bell owl footage just as she found something on the footage that's when the fbi show up keisha's acting was so bad here now that mimi pointed it out to me i can't unsee it she's like what are you doing why is she in handcuffs (laughs) she goes to jessica who reveals her laptop was linked to the leaked video with keisha unsure she would do that like i don't know why would she would do something like that i don't know maybe because she thinks that (laughs) y'all are fucked up for what y'all are doing doesn't take much to empathize jessica doesn't give a fuck if she did it or not and asked her to make sure nothing goes wrong tomorrow because she don't need anything else on her plate she's just glad that soraya's off that her plate and they solved the the case whether she innocent or guilty that it's not something she cares about why am i still getting hate jessica's still talking to her like they dating <laughs> like they didn't break up and the the death look that she gave her like bitch did you just really say that isaiah wants to find out about the world versus reaching out to his family while ladonna's mom though reaching out to her now also taught everyone she was in rehab so now fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck that bitch she and aiden opt to go to the library and stop at a church even though we didn't see that happen mildred and hayden await the doc in his new lab (laughs) 
They didn't even clean it up. Uh, bring some people down here to clean it up. Put a table out. Just, what the fuck? She shows him she can remove his ankle monitor and the guards won't notice. Having done the same for Shanice by accident. He decides to test Mildred and Hayden. Mildred shows she was born with a deformed hand. He remarks he was a doctor in the Great War. That's the World War One, And it took me a while to understand that those were not two separate wars, but one and the same. They ran a clinic about bronchi- bronchial? Is that how you say it? And respiratory issues. In the past, we see his research for carrying whooping cough is stolen by his boss, Dr. Weavers, who tells him he should be happy he mentioned his name. This nigga gonna run up on me like them old ass videos with Michael Jackson and be grabbing his nuts and shit trying to swing a punch, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. Nigga ain't gonna be doing no hee hee over here, nigga gonna be like bow bow over here, nigga. The fuck out of here, bitch. Shanice finds Doc making little progress and she lets him know he doesn't need to solve it all now. And she did try to stick up for him leaving instead of her, which he appreciated. Shanice opts not to see her daughter as she still doesn't know who she is to them. Especially her husband who is remarried, but she still feels like he's hers. With Andre giving her eyes. Gross. You nasty. That's also why what happens at almost the end of this episode, because when it happened, I turned it off promptly don't make sense uh instead she and claudette are going to hang with mrs grover not go and explore the world go hang out with a woman i ain't seen in a while not my child what kind of shit is that what kind of shit is that they better not put them together i would quit this show promptly is what i wrote in my notes at this point and then about two-thirds through I knew. I just knew what was happening. Claudette has dressed in a skirt because she won't be dancing in jeans. I'm like, how you dancing in that pencil skirt, though? And what club did you think you was going to that we didn't also see them go to? Jarrell ignores Shanice threatening to sneak out again and allows <laughs> them to avoid the press by having a guard escort them out back. <laughs> what happened to the douche guy? He's just not in this episode whatsoever. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's the, it's great, but at the same time, <laughs> consistency, because now Jarrell just has all the power and can order all the guards around and do whatever he wants. LaDonna and Isaiah are the press side of business and embrace it. Keisha listens to Claudette and Shanice talk about Detroit, and Keisha comes to the realization, y'all ain't faking it. Oh my god! They get to Grandma's house. Jarrell is back with his cunt of an ex, Carla, who apparently chewed him out, but then saved his job because she understands. Then why did you chew me out? He accuses her of being a sellout. We were going to take down the man, and now you work for the man. Oh my gosh. She says some of us need a paycheck. So grow up and stop being so damn immature. <laughs> Just because I'm doing my job doesn't mean I'm a soulless person. Knowing your attitude, I don't know why he deals with you and why you deal with him. 
Andre finds a reluctant Hayden who isn't about being prodded or strapped down. Andre tries to assure him that Mildred is returning after making great progress. Hayden tells him he had a vision. He was holding flowers for Mildred. Hayden tells him Mildred was his first kiss and girlfriend. Andre trades women advice for his participation. Flashback once again. Everyone because uh, he says every woman loves to dance we see him dancing with cynthia his love who has a raspy cough he wants to attend to but she tells him to ignore it back in the present Jarrell helps isaiah find out what happened to his family in church he finds his son whom is adamantly against the church and has disowned his family <laughs> I don't understand Isaiah though. If you know that your family is corrupt because you were like, yeah, you try to make money off of my death, why would you then be surprised that maybe, just maybe, your son would go in the other direction? Like, yeah, this is bullshit. Ladonna hides her code books using her powers. Mrs. Grover updates Beyonce's break all the way out of Destiny's Child as the women ogle Barack Obama. We are in the age of black female excellence. Lord CW with the hashtags. Keisha tries to tell them what they can drink. And Claudette tells her they are grown ass adults and will choose what they drink. And we got a fucking names so you can use them. Under immense side eye from the women. I understand she's probably trying to distance herself from having a personal relationship with them by going outside to make a call. But at the same time, why you always gotta be you? Shanice drops the superpowers bomb. I laughed how Claudette held her sandwich. <laughs> it's like you could have had a conversation with me about just, you know, Mrs. Grover uh, dropping that black mama advice. Like Shanice needs to stop focusing on the past because what happened happened. And she needs to figure out how to move forward and maybe she'll be surprised by her family. And she took that to mean I should be making out with Andre in the hallway. Claudette looks at a candle for a demonstration of her powers. Isaiah is heartbreaking to hear his son's podcast where he completely shuns his legacy. Keisha almost catches Claudette displaying her powers through the window. Andre still has some resentment in his tone about the others being free out in the world. While he prepares to up the ante with Mildred. Mildred now has a family that doesn't want to leave the hotel. He has her lift several bottles which goes well until he touches her neck. Triggering likely a past trauma. The bottles shatter and the chandelier falls causing glass to cut her. I know immediately... Jarrell would be blamed and in the next scene seeing him blamed <laughs> validated me Jarrell wants to take the win for the day without incident while Keisha is wondering what people from the past being here actually means now that she has come to that conclusion after two weeks the four people that got to go outside reunite and hear about Millie and Andre's incident and I was like, ew, did she say Andre with a different tone? Hell, to the no, to the no, 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 hell, no, no. 
to the no no the guards tells them that they're like astronauts coming back from the moon so prepare to share your experiences because everyone is waiting isaiah tells claudette he has no son Hayden is pissed at Andre for Millie being hurt as he makes false promises of making sure she is safe. Like, you can't even leave, bro. Why are you telling me these things? Hayden knew he had no reason, to, or he had a reason to be wary of doctors as he doesn't believe the man cares more for them than his experiments and gets physical. He even brushed past LaDonna, knocking her out of the way. Like, what did she do to you, bruh? She gets past it and offers Andre medical books to cheer him up, in which he sees he was successful in his research under the name of someone else. So I don't know how you feel like you were successful. Flashback, Andre wants Cynthia to be in his trials and has convinced Dr. Weaver, saying he knows she is scared. When it's really him unable to not understand why she doesn't trust that he can cure her. He tells her the cure is more than about her though. It's the world and she shouldn't be selfish. This is the end. And that was the last words he told to the woman that he loved. Because he promptly disappeared after that. <laughs> the acting was terrible too. Cynthia, my love, please. If you want to go after her, you can start by actually going after her. Jarrell meets with Carla to apologize, but she tells him he was right. She is frustrated as the mayor intends to take custody of the 4400, but the FBI is hush-hush about what they know, and they do know something. Claudette tells Hayden Magnolias are resilient. They may seem delicate, but they are not. And gives him a bouquet to give to Mildred like his vision. Claudette tells the worried Hayden that their powers can't solve everything like constantly protecting Mildred. But that Mildred is strong. So stop worrying so much. She'll be alright. Andre comes clean about Cynthia to Shanice. And his consumption would work over people. And that he wants her to hug him because he cares about her. And she likes that he isn't like other men. And then they kiss. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm -mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. I tell no lies and I wasn't lying when I said I will be done. So that was a thing. <laughs> we do have feedback. So let's hear what Mimi has to say on her unexpectedly final thoughts on the episode. Up, Cena, it's Mimi. 
this is my feedback for 4400 season one episode four i watched this episode yesterday actually um and it took me um some convincing of myself to actually send in feedback because i felt like i was gonna say some things that were probably gonna be i don't know if rude is the right word or not nice and probably something that maybe even some people might not be okay with me saying but I felt like this is how I feel um I know when you say stuff even if you don't mean to offend someone you might so I'm gonna apologize in advance but I gotta say I feel like this show is doing the absolute fucking most and it's pissing me off Um, I feel like they had a list of things that they wanted to make sure when they put in and they were just checking boxes. Why is everybody in this television show that our main characters either black, trans, or gay? Like, there's other people in the world and we don't need everybody to be everything. I feel like this isn't representative of the population. It's It's very overdone. And I, I hate shows like this. And one of the things I was telling um, Derek about when I watch shows is that, like, I like representation, but it has to feel organic. And this shit does not feel organic. One of the movies we watched had a gay couple in it. And I felt like it was forced. It just didn't, it didn't, nothing in the, the progression of the movie made us think that this guy was going to be gay. And I felt like for them to just boom, put it at the end just seems a little forced um it just didn't it didn't sit right with me and I felt I feel like it for this episode um I did not want Shanice to be with Doc I absolutely utterly screamed and threw my remote at the end of this episode it kind of pissed me off and when I say this I honestly with my whole ass heart believe this I would have rather her been with that racist ass guard than been with the doc. And that's legit how I fucking feel. Like, I'm not okay with this. And I'm not going to say much about the episode because I honestly, I watched it just to finish it, to thinking it would get better. Like I did how I liked how, you know, um, the girls got to go out and they met with, uh, uh, niece, uh, Shanice's, uh, I'm assuming that's her godmother. Um, it didn't, it, I don't think it's her grandma or anything like that, but the way they were just openly talking about their powers, like that agent is a nosy as fuck and a fucking cunt. Like, seriously, like y'all didn't even make sure she wasn't in the room. Y'all didn't get up and look to see if she actually walked outside she could have just opened the door and closed it and the way she act i wouldn't put it past her now i know this is a show but it just comes on it just rings untrue to their character they're very suspicious they hold on to information and it was a reason they weren't telling these people about their powers and for them to just you know shoot it off at anyone i understand she trusts her her um godmother and that i get but the way she wasn't cautious about telling her is the part that pisses me off because they're making um, Shanice seem stupid. And that's something that we know that she is not. Um, and the 
grouping that they picked, it didn't make sense. I also didn't understand why, um, I don't know, like they, they had, oh my God, I swear I literally just remembered their names and now that I'm recording, it's all gone. I remember Millie and then her Boothang Cloak and Dagger, the way he got all angry, um, like, okay, so clearly he's not very soft-spoken, but they don't give us much on him, and they just give us bits and pieces, like, now he's pissed off, he's pushing the dock because Millie got hurt. I don't even understand how she got hurt with all that flying glass, but he did it. Seems rather weird, unless she had it fly to herself. I don't know if that's true, but it just seems like, why did the glass just target her? <laughs> he was literally right there, but she was the only one bleeding. And speaking of Millie, I don't think I noticed that her hand was uh, the way that it was. That was something that I don't know why they're just bringing up. Um, I do think maybe she might be from the 70s, though, so that might be why she's all into, um, why do I want to call him Noah? Is it Noah? It's Millie, and what is her Boothang's name? The 91-year-old child. <laughs> I have no idea, but I am very fascinated to get his backstory. Doc's backstory was, I don't know, rather extra. Um, I just don't understand how you're a physician and you didn't notice that your, your woman was sick to the point where now she needs to be in a trial for this medication <laughs> for some type of bronchial infection like you clearly don't pay attention at all and a researcher is not the same as an actual physician so was he a doctor or was he a physician and that's gonna make the difference because you can be a, a research doctor but that doesn't mean you see patients you went to medical school, but if you've been in the lab for 20 years, you're not going to remember how to see a patient. And that's just factual. Anybody in the health care field knows that you lose your practice. Like, if you don't know, if you work in an area where you don't mess with IVs and all of a sudden you got to put one in, you don't remember how to do that shit. Especially if it's been like five, six years. That's why it cracks me up when I see uh, on Grey's Anatomy when they have a doctor put in an IV. Bullshit. They learn that shit in medical school just because it's probably something they should know. But I guarantee you pull a regular doctor, a doctor that's been a physician for like 15, 20 years, pull any of them and make them put in an IV, I guarantee they don't fucking know how to do it. Just a regular doctor, not an anesthesiologist because that's different. They deal with needles all the time. I'm talking about a reg regular general physician at a hospital absolutely no idea that's just facts anyway I think um the issue I had with uh I guess with the whole doc situation because it just seems if he was trans like I had started to believe once we saw him at that club um then why why wouldn't he be more I guess his reaction to to oh now I remember who Noah is Noah was the kid that was trans okay so his reaction to Noah should have been a little bit different like I get he was fascinated but his fascination seemed more like I'm a doctor and this is fascinating information to me as a physician 
not like oh my god the times have changed I'm not by myself there's other people who feel the same way as me like why didn't he have that reaction and why did they drop the bomb like they did like it was that necessary of a secret and second of all why are they making it seem like now since Shanice knows that he is a trans man now she's in love with him weren't you just drooling over your husband talking about it's been 16 years for you but two weeks for me like I uh don't understand I really honestly don't know where they're going with this shit I was really wanting them to lean into the supernatural but they didn't um I am really honestly loving LaDonna um I love her character she's super smart and super cute which is my favorite um the reverend oh that was the other thing with him having a gay son like that shit y'all doing too much y'all could have had anything y'all could have made him her his son just renounce god like that would have been enough for him to be disowned but like why is everything got to be about being homosexual or being racist or being you know i guess i don't know we haven't seen sexism yet but i'm sure it's gonna show up it's like why are y'all why do you who wrote this and why do y'all feel like it has to be everything and not just a little bit you know i think having black characters important i think having other races would have made a difference um because not only black people have been oppressed i understand that you know in america black, black people have suffered from um you know oppression from slavery probably more than others in america just because you know that's you know our history was taken away from us you know from generations to generations so i feel like the oppression of that and you know everything that's happened to us in the past has made it harder for us in general but we're not the only race that's been oppressed um i don't think it's it's realistic of them to only show black people in this show and it's like everybody's black and everybody's gay his son being homosexual would have been good had it been just that but then you have all like the gay um federal agent with the police officer the detective you know then you have uh the trans person and then you have uh Shanice being with I, I don't know if, if Shanice would consider I don't know how that works but we know she was married to a man that she claimed to love still love and then now she's kissing and all up in Doc's face that relationship is not okay with me I don't I didn't want it it's kind of cringy and I am not happy about it this whole episode really made me not want to watch anymore I usually give shows about three or four episodes before I determine um the ending made me not want to watch anymore but I do like LaDonna and Shanice in general and then the other lady from the 50s so I I want to watch and I think I might give it a, another episode or two but if they keep doing this Christina I'm done like I can't I'm not I won't <laughs> that's just the bottom line and it's one of the only shows I've been keeping up with so it's kind of pissing me off um that's why I almost didn't send anything because I was kind of livid um I've I'm just gonna ramble on about how much I didn't like it so I'm gonna end it here um until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic clean the couch Mimi out I do not listen to Mimi's feedback ahead of time and it always surprises me how closely our thoughts resemble each other 
yeah this whole crossing off the boxes thing for real for real it's propaganda more than it is story and that is definitely high on my list of and i hate the way in which they do it right this is kind of queer and race baiting to a certain extent like oh look there's a show with all of the things that you say you wanted but we're gonna put it all in one recipe and here you go you're do we're doing what you said we're doing what you're saying and if you don't like it then that must mean you're homophobic or some other type of phobic in response to the fact that it's very poorly written there are yes likable characters but we're not focusing on the likable characters we're focusing on every ism we can toss out in each episode and it's been the highlight to the point where we're literally doing a negro spiritual in the middle of a counting like come on you're just you're twisting the context into a, a serialized version a cookie cutter digestible way in which to do the thing without actually putting depth or any realism involved in it. I know you mentioned several times, you know, it's not as if blacks are the only people that were oppressed in society and continue to be, and yet that's the focus. It even goes bigger to me than that. It is a show in which it is fan baiting for those that are desperate for any place to be highlighted or showcased and it's done in a very commercialized way and i don't like that and yeah doc and Shanice, i'm sorry and i don't care if i sound rude that is the ugliest fucking man i've ever seen on the planet and you really gonna have this other beautiful woman when she had her hair all i mean she was looking gorgeous and you really gonna have her kissing up on this thing like absolutely not and yeah the, the the reveal felt forced because he should have had a much much more reactionary um emotion to noah because they related in a way in which no one else would and could understand. And yet they they utilized it for, oh, look, look, we're having a beautiful black woman kiss a trans man. And she just said that she missed her husband because she felt like she was married to him. It's the is cast. And I don't, I find that detestable because it's not authentic. And uh, I know you say you're going to give it a few more episodes, but I, I'm done. We're going to move up clickbait. <laughs> I will not be wasting my time. Invasion might be joining with them. Shit, I ain't got no time to be watching shows that are absolute trash. And don't seem to be any direction of getting better. And, uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough to give a show four or five episodes to really try to ensnare you. But if you can't. And it seems to, that my score continues to go down too. So that's the trajectory. It's not picking back up. It's only getting worse. So yeah, that's a good marker to go ahead and let it fizzle into wherever it goes. So wishes it, wish it luck for the people who like it and enjoy it. But I have paid my dues 
I came to support. I didn't like what I saw. And now I'm out. Uh, if you want to check out any other shows that I'm doing, you can check uh, my podcast feed. We'll replace this with Clickbait on Netflix, which I've been wanting to get into for a really long time because it's got one of my favorite actresses in it. However, just don't have the time because sometimes I'm spending more time on things that I don't particularly care for (laughs) versus things I'm really into. But hey, some are are winners, some are, are losers. But yeah, send feedback to, if you want to send feedback on that show, blackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>